I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Natsuki doesn't like fish, and he had detected in his infinite wisdom a hint of fish. Chicken! The Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being near Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dolson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? Oh, I am very excited. I am but three-something weeks uh, into uh, my pre-holiday planning, oh. uh, and I've uh, I've got my yen. I've uh, ordered a ridiculous <laughs> amount of yen. Uh, got they got yen. delivered to the house. Just a postman just turned up at my house with the money, and it, it was so unsafe. He just he just, he just turned up. He said, "Oh, you in? I've got a package for you." And so he, he gave us it, and uh, it was just well, like it was an astonishing amount of yen that I'd bought as well. Uh, you know, cracking on for like two grand. What is this? Yen that what what is this service where you order money to your door? I've never heard about this before. <laughs> what they literally is <laughs> yeah, choking well, to death. Yeah. You had too much money. It, what, the, oh, dear, the postman yeah. just turns up with a sack full of cash, like a fucking robber. Pretty or much, something. yeah. But it, but it's just delivered like any other kind of like you know recorded delivery sort of package. Right. Uh, you order it online and you get the best rates like that. And uh, yeah, somebody just turns up with 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 the yen on your doorstep. So I was just I was just leafing through a huge amount of yen <laughs> uh, in, in in my house. It sounds like Scarface <laughs> when you like get the money. He's like push it to yeah. the limit. <laughs> Counting his yen. How much? I'm not going to ask you how much it was, but like, what? I, did, I, I told you two grand. I've got. I, oh, two I, grand. I put two grand's worth of two grand worth of. Oh, uh, don't tell people that. Yen. We've gone on robbed. quite a long. We've gone quite a long. Yes, yeah, so, yeah. If you see me, <laughs> I haven't got that money on me. Uh, so, Give us the money. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, because because obviously uh, we talk about this quite a lot, but you know, Japan is a cash-based society, mm. and uh, you need cash for everything. Cash is king, as you say on the podcast quite a lot. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to worry about credit cards and running the Seven Eleven all the time. I'm going to be prepped. I'm going to be prim. I'm going to be proper, uh, and I'm going to uh, and I'm going to have a lot of cash on me. So uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't get robbed anyway. Let's, that would be yeah. gutting. That would be very sad. I mean, I I was at uh, 
when I was filming on the island the other day with Connor Oshima that I mentioned in the last episode, mm. we went to a ramen shop that was run allegedly by the Yakuza. Uh, it's a ramen mm. shop where they also rent cars, and that's where we got the K car from. Oh. So you can have a lovely bowl of ramen, and then you can rock it off in a K car. But it was, <laughs> there was three guys in the corner, and uh, you know, I, I, I think they were, you know, the Y, the Y word, the Yakuza word. And uh, mm. one of them went like, what do you do? And we went, oh, YouTube. And he was like, YouTube? Oh, do you make money? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, how much money do you make? And Connor was like, oh, you know, this amount. And the man went, ha, 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 give me half. And we were like, yeah. And he went, no, give me half. And we were like, what? Uh, And then he like went, he was like, give me half. It was like, oh, it's a joke. We're not going to get murdered. Um, So be careful with your cash, Pete. If you run into the wrong ramen shop slash car rental service, and they're like, how much money do you have? And you're like, well, I've got two grand in it. And he's like, give me half. Yeah, <laughs> but literally if you got the money me, you on your know, person. You don't know what point in the holiday I am. If, if you catch me on the flight, <laughs> fine. But I may have, uh, knowing what I'm like when it comes to um, overspending and buying tat I don't need, uh, that, that money will disappear very, very quickly. Because I've not booked a lot of the hotels, to be honest. The money will be gone before <laughs> you've left Hanada Airport, Pete. Knowing you, <laughs> yes. his last Coolish. trip to Japan, he, he was Rice bored. Cookers. Yeah, he was bored on his way back to England <laughs> at the lounge, at the departure lounge. He bought a rice cooker, no less. <laughs> How did you even get that on the plane? Like, just... A rice cooker in one hand, his luggage in the other. Like, hello, everyone. What's well, my rice cooker? Well, like, you you, you say that I buy this, bought this rice cooker at the at, at uh, the airport. I didn't actually. I got it what? imported. I bought. I saw a lot of rice cookers at the airport, and that made me Google rice cookers. So I actually bought a rice cooker in the airport, but. I didn't buy the rice cooker that was in front of me, if that makes any sense. Okay. I went online and imported a special Japanese rice cooker to the UK. Uh, and I, I, if, you, if you're ever worrying... Worrying? <laughs> why would you worry? Uh, if you're ever worrying, <laughs> mithering about uh, whether to get a rice cooker, it's a really, really good investment. And it Is certainly it? meant that I just eat more rice these days. I feel lied to, Pete. <laughs> All these years, I've, yeah. I've pictured you waddling onto an ANA flight with a rice cooker. <laughs> now we know the reality is far less impressive. One last question. Yeah. When the money came to you, I want to know about this money. What mm. what was the form factor? Was it an envelope? Was it in like a, a brown bag wrapped in tape? No, it was just, like a, yeah, just a little sort of envelope saying travel money yeah. in a plastic bag. It, was just, it, yeah. just, it just seemed very unsafe for the amount of uh, cash that I'd ordered. But right. uh, all... all um, 50,000 yen notes. Does that make sense? 50,000 yen? 50 yeah. Yen? Uh, yeah, 50,000 yen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all 50,000 yen notes, which was uh, rather helpful. But well, uh, yeah, look, I'm, I, I, you know when you just smell the travel money, you're like, <laughs> yes, it's happening. The, the holiday is happening. It's really, it's really going to happen. Smell the travel <laughs> money. Smell, yeah. smell the travel money. Smell my travel <laughs> money. <laughs> oh, my Lord, man. That's, that's great. Well, I'm looking for. You know when a, a tourist has come to Japan because they have the 2,000 yen bill, the 10th. The 2,000 yen note, yes. which you don't actually get in Japan. You only get that outside of the country. Um, so mm. treasure that. Hold on to that dearly because you can't get that here in Japan. And people yeah. like freak out when they see it. They're like, what is this treasure? What is this rare delicacy? Um, so, yeah, treat it with respect. I, mm. uh, I, in aid of promoting the book, I did a Reddit AMA today for the first time Ooh. ever. A Reddit asked me How anything. was that? It was good. It's really surreal. I, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought... It would be like great fanfare doing like a Reddit AMA. I don't know what I was expecting, but it's literally mm. just like a chat room almost. People just send in their questions and you just type away. And I was there for two hours. It's kind of like a live Q&A, right? Imagine I'm doing a live show like this now, 
But instead of me answering with words and my voice, I'll just sit there and type away very slowly, yeah. methodically. Um, it's a bit weird, but it was kind of fun. It was good. There were some interesting, mm. far-reaching questions. Would I rather, you know, if I was a sandwich, what sandwich would I be or whatever? It was. Oh, uh, did you see that? Did you see that disgusting sandwich that in, in Japan <laughs> where, that, that have come out where it's like a uh, um, that mint cream, mint chocolate cream uh, sandwich? It's like a. It's it, yeah. It's basically like you're on those terrible Seven Eleven uh, sort of sandwiches that like have like strawberries and cream and stuff. <laughs> There's like one that's just like a kind of a, a rich cream oh. with uh, chocolate mint in there as well. Absolutely rank. It sounds but, uh, like oh, an atrocity. With the bread. Oh no! That sounds... If you if you froze it, it would be like a little ice cream sandwich, which would work. But I think not being frozen, oh, it's just something. There's just something wrong about cream in a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, well, we now know what you're going to spend your newly minted two thousand dollars worth of yen on the moment you land. Get me the creamy, minty, yeah. horrible sandwich. We've got a story this week from Matt from Arizona, who says, "Hello, Chris and Pete. My girlfriend Kelly and I just returned from a two-week trip to Japan, where we had a wonderful time. Now, my knowledge of the Japanese language is awful, though I really try to be polite as I can and make efforts to speak what few words and phrases I do know when appropriate. <laughs> One saying I am particularly fond of is itadakimasu, whenever I'm served a meal, of course. Mm. like welcoming the meal um, at different times during the trip it sounded to me as if locals were also saying this to me uh, even at times when I wasn't sure it made sense when buying an iced coffee at Lawson's or Coolish um, but I thought to myself well I am buying something to eat or drink so maybe it makes sense that wasn't until Kelly and I were taking a nice stroll through Yoyogi Park on our way to explore the Meiji Temple and the Greater Shinjuku area nature was calling me and I decided to take advantage of one of the convenient public restrooms in the park after I finished my uh, business in the toilet, we were leaving the facility. I passed two uniformed men who I took to be a kind of park ranger or public works officer, an official bathroom inspector, so to speak. And as I nearly bumped into both of them while making my exit, I politely said, Sumimasen, to which they replied with uh, what was to my ears, Itadakimasu. Now, I'm fully confident that was indeed not what they said to me, but that sure is what it sounded like. For the life of me, I'm not sure what they'd actually spoken, and it was not like I was in a position to ask. But it also confirmed my earlier suspicion that the other times I thought random clerks and cashiers were also reminding me to politely and humbly receive my iced coffees. They were also saying something else entirely. Chris, can you please take a guess as to what someone in Japan who was clearly being polite would have said at the end of an exchange that sounds like an awful lot like Itadakimasu. Gratefully yours, Matt from Arizona. I, it, it, what would they have said? Uh, I don't know. Italian. I mean, I guess a lot of words do kind of end with mass, so... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I, enjoy, your, enjoy your food in there. I don't think uh, they were saying... I don't think they were saying Itadakimas at the toilets, uh, <laughs> unless they were tucking into some onigiri somewhere. No, it yeah. would have been something else. Um, something... Taki maths. I don't know. It would have been another, like a polite mm. verb. Um, I feel like I've let myself down here because there's clearly a word that I should know what it is. My my uh, my, my mate up. is obsessed with. Um, he's obsessed with people saying nanny mass, mm. uh, which I d don't really think is is nanny mass isn't really a word, is it? I, I don't actually know. But he's obsessed with the fact that every time he hears, uh, like, re he's a big wrestling fan, and he watches wrestling in Japan, everyone seems to be saying nanny mass all the time. Nanny mass. He's obsessed with the, the very idea of nanny mass. They're saying it again. They're saying it again. Nanny mass, nanny mass. 
Nanny Mass. I mean, yeah. the, the, the sort of words you hear, so like standard shop speak in Japan, you've got Irashimase, like welcoming you in, Shosho Machikurasai, like, or just wait a minute, or Matase Itashimashita, you know, which means like, thank you for waiting, or Tsugi no Katadozo, next customer, please. Uh, but like you know, no, these these aren't anything you would hear in. But like, notice how like a lot of these polite form Japanese phrases end with shimash, uh, like shima. Uh, I can't speak shimasu or shimasu. Like ohashi wa otsukimash, like otsukimaska. Yeah, so it's probably not italicimas. That's that's the main takeaway here, Matt. But someone will probably prove me wrong because I need to brush. Mm. I I will openly admit. My polite form Japanese leaves a lot to be desired. Uh, as we mentioned in last week's episode, my Japanese, you know, it's a bit dodgy when it comes to polite and impolite Japanese. But uh, glad you had a great trip, though. Glad you had a great trip. Uh, what's going on in Japan this week, though? Mr. Donaldson, fill us in with the news in the land of the oh. rising thumb. <laughs> the land of the rising temperatures, more like. It is incredibly hot in in Japan. Uh, temperatures in Tokyo uh, should be around about 38 degrees Celsius or 100, uh, well, 100 uh, degree Fahrenheit uh, in the next few days. But life still goes on. People still have to get places. People still have to work in, in different areas. Uh, I've noticed that uh, Nintendo issued a warning about uh, the Nintendo Switch getting too hot in uh, in this weather. So it's sort of saying you got to keep it cool mm, effectively. Mm. Maybe um, consider you know popping it in a bag with some some cold, cold <laughs> oh, drinks God, or no. an ice cream or something. Uh, but uh, we spoke about um, this kind of like jacket that everyone's been wearing uh, like workmen and stuff with yes. the internal fans and like an internal sort of air conditioning unit but there's a new there's a new uh, little uh, product from a company called Glochua uh, it's called Wear Cool this device and it's a belt uh, that people wear and it's just it, it basically it looks like you know um, when you uh, get scammed on the internet and you buy one of those uh, belts that makes your uh, ab- ab- abdominal muscles uh, I bought really one of those muscular. ones uh. Did you? So, so did I. So did I. Yeah, we're, we're both idiots. Um, and uh, and uh, I believe it was the Cristiano Ronaldo one uh, advertised. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'll just sit here and do this. I'll have abs. It's like, it, that's not how it works. Doesn't work. Um, anyway, um, it looks like one of those. But instead of um, smashing electrical pulses into your, into your guts, it basically sends a blast of cool air towards your upper body as well. So mm. you're basically... I mean, you, you, it, it, you'd probably resemble one of those kind of... You know those inflatable men on garage uh, forecourts? Wacky waving sort of wave their hands around. Yeah, yeah. The, the waving inflatable men. Um, I think you'd probably <laughs> resemble that because you'd sort of in, inflate, wouldn't you, a little bit? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it would be quite interesting because, yeah, surely the air would just go up and puff up your shirt. Or what if it like yeah. actually like pulls up your top and reveals, you know... Boobage. The underneath Boobaloos. places. And yeah. I'm not your so nethers. sure on this. I remember last year I bought yeah. a um, a portable air conditioning unit and it was one where you sort of hang it around the back of your neck and it's at the back and it goes under your shirt and it blows a cold breeze through. And it kind of... Nice. It, it was all right. It was a bit loud and a bit clunky. It felt mm. like it shouldn't exist. Um, it was, I think it was a crowdfunding project. Um, but I've never, ever seen anybody wear one except me so i suspect they had they didn't quite take off um, so you're coming mate so are you coming maybe i'm just yeah I, i've made it uncool but like uh you see um as you said like the guys wearing the jackets with the fans going and when mm. they were building this studio here 
and they were moving into the building that all the guys were wearing the jackets with the fans going like letting the air pass through them it still did nothing Quite though loud. they still looked like they wanted to die they were so like yeah. sweaty and messed still up really hot. And one of them yeah. was so hot he like reversed the car into a pole so <laughs> Oh no, that's that's a nightmare. Good. It's not good. But maybe if he'd had no. the Werkel Glocher device, <laughs> it had the air conditioning belt, this would never have happened. Um, yeah. It looks awful. But don't judge <laughs> but, a book but, by its cover. Yeah, like you said, Chris, uh, just make sure you've got a lot of Picari sweat on the go. Yeah. Because it's, it's the salts, the lack of salts that. Uh, that 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 get you in this uh, in this hot weather. So you it really keep, is. Gotta keep hydrated, man. Gotta keep hydrated. I've got like a, 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 a an unholy addiction to Picari sweat the last few weeks. Like, for, it was forty <laughs> degrees Celsius. The temperature was logged as forty yesterday, and uh, mm. you need that Picari sweat. We I know we joke about the silly name of Picari sweat, uh, and rightly say. But my God, it is good. You do need it in the summer. When you come over here, Mr. Dolson, in a few weeks' time, grab mm. the Bakari sweat. Maybe steer clear of the wear cool gloucher belt. In fact, get one. <laughs> no, buy one. Do it. You yeah, can, get one. You yeah, demo. Like a big inflatable man. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll be back in just a moment, guys. We have stories, comments, and questions in the facts. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I might have a little chat with my mate Chris, or go for a walk with my dog Sammy, or if I was in Japan, I might take a dip in a hot spring, hike up Kamakochi, or attempt to eat the deadliest pufferfish in the world. You know, normal stuff. But it's hard to know what to do with your time and how to spend it wisely. Therapy can help you find what matters to you, so you can prioritise your time and fill it with things you actually enjoy. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. With BetterHelp, they guide you each step of the way to start to spend your time on your own terms. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash japan. Machine. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson, fill us in. We got a message from Brend. Uh, hi, Kawaii Chris and Petite Pete. Uh, I'm taking my first trip to Japan in November and I cannot wait. My fiancée, Danielle, and I are intending on visiting a hostess bar. Uh, and I was wondering if something um, couples would typically... Is this the sort of thing that couples would do uh, together or would it be frowned upon? It just seems like a good laugh. Any tips at all uh, for visiting this time of place or any experience yourself, Brend? I mean, like, hmm. do they sort of go... I mean, I guess there's not that many kind of English language ones anyway, so you'd be quite hard to find one that did did english language chat anyway wouldn't you i mean yeah i don't know where you would go I, we've never covered that actually like foreign tourists going to a hostess bar yeah that'd be quite a good little business idea actually but then it would sort of take away from <laughs> the magic i find when they make things like tourist facing it loses some of the magic and dynamic right. nature of it all i mean i don't yeah. like hostess bars 
I find it very costly. You have the same conversations over and over again, uh, particularly if you're foreign. They they don't they t- they tend to not go very deep with the questions. I've, well, mm. from my experience anyway, and I can only speak from my experience, but uh, it's very. You know, you, you're going to go through your cash yen pile in no time if you go to a hostess club. I'd like to see you go again uh, with your partner, Pete. I think you'd have a field day. <laughs> uh, but I Sarah, I'd love it. But uh, <laughs> uh, you can go as a couple, yeah. I, I know, like, uh, most, pe- most people that go to a hostess club often work parties, right? So you have a work yeah, meeting right. or a big thing, you go for dinner, and then you go to a second dinner or a second party, and then at the third stage, uh, the Sanjikai. So you've got the, the party, and then you've got Nijikai, the second party, the Sanjikai, third party, Yorjikai, and so on. Uh, the third party, that is often the hostess club, and that's when like right. you separate the wheat from the chaff, and the, the, the people spill away, the, most people sort of disappear, and you're left with the core group of youthful the maniacs. Core the core drinkers, <laughs> the alcoholics, the people who think they're yeah. cool. Uh, they will go to the hostess club, and there's, you know, there's sometimes a female member of staff will come along. Typically, a lot of them will bow out because uh, it's a bit awkward. Uh, but, yeah, there's, it happens. It happens. As for couples, mm. though, yeah, it's not that common at all. really isn't. But if you go, Brend, with your fiancé, Danielle, it won't be a problem. Don't worry about it. But you'll, it'll just be weird. The staff might be like, oh, we can't flirt with you as much because you, you, your fiancé is literally sitting there next yeah. to you. I mean, so, it's, a, it's a weird discipline. It's a weird place anyway at the best of times. But mm. uh, I don't know. Give it a try, though. Give it a try. If you, let us know how you get on, most importantly, Brent. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, hello, Kohai Chris and uh, Peppy Pete. I'm going to Japan for the first time in a few weeks, and I'm planning to rent a car and drive from Kyoto to uh, Ine, Ine Bay and Amanohashidate for an adventure. I've only been driving a little over a year, and I'm wondering if I need to be wary of cliff edge and or mountain drives. Is driving in Japan much of an adjustment? Thank you, chaps. All the best. Laura in Sheffield. Ooh, Amanohashidate. I've never been there. That's the... Um, the strip of land that goes across the lake. It's one of the three scenic sites in Japan, along with uh, Matsushima Bay and Miyagi and uh, Itsukushima Shrine in Hiroshima. But uh, right. driving in Japan, I think you'll be all right. It's, it's a really great country for driving. People don't yeah. tailgate as much. Uh, you've got to be a little bit wary of taking the mountain roads on Google because more often than not, I've been taken down roads that just end on a dead end up a cliff somewhere. So, like, right. zoom in on the map and have a look other, for your own sake. Mm. Otherwise, uh, you might end up somewhere you shouldn't. Being surrounded by bears. <laughs> surrounded by bears and uh, wild boars being gored. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I went to a very dark place there. That's what yeah, happens when my so coffee runs out. It all goes downhill. That's a, that's a, that always happens when uh, on the Abronji Band podcast. We're never more than three sentences away from bear attack. We have gone <laughs> at least two podcasts without mentioning a bear. Without mentioning a bear. We had to bring it back we, in. We, we, we're good. We, we had to bring it back. We had but, to bring it back. But don't be deterred, Laura. <laughs> I think you'll be fine. Um, yeah, just just be careful. The good thing is they drive it, it, It's a very risk-averse society, and, and the roads are particularly safe. They they do um, they, they do sort of... It, it's, it's probably best, because I, I went through a few um, YouTube videos of the... Uh, of the different signs you'd see at the side of the road mm. and stuff, because uh, like a lot of the a lot of the 
signs about parking, one-way streets and stuff, they are very dependent on what time of the day it is. So sometimes you mm. can drive in the bus lane, sometimes you can't. Sometimes the buses have priority uh, so that if you see a bus in the bus lane, you've got to get out to let the bus through. And it's like all these little rules mm. and, and also like culturally um, stuff like apologising, saying thank you with your hazard lights. Yes. That's something that's not recommended in the UK, but it's something that everybody does in Japan. Just thank you, sorry, you next. I, every little thing, you use your hazards. <laughs> yeah, I always forget about the hazards, which is bad. Yeah. But like, you know, in the UK will do a little wave, whatever, but in Japan they do the hazard lights. And the longer you do the hazard lights, the more grateful you are. Uh, I was driving my friend <laughs> it's recently. Not what they're for. Well, I was it's driving... not what they're for. <laughs> it's Lordy. not. But it's part of the culture. Like, uh, my friend yeah. gets really offended if, if he gets less than like three flickers of the hazard <laughs> lights. He wants the three. Three, thank you. He yous. wants four. I want uh, the three. But yeah, be careful of that. Be mindful, but I'm sure we'll be fine, Laura. Yeah. Um, Greetings, Cozy Chris and Peaceful Pete. My name is Mark and I live in Birmingham, Alabama. I've heard you read emails from other people who are picky eaters, but my question is this. How hard is it to ask for items to be left off of certain meals, such as going to a ramen Mm. shop and getting literally just noodles and broth? Would it be considered rude to pick things off your meal that you wouldn't eat? Uh, We don't want to wish to offend anyone. Best wishes, Mark, from Birmingham. Um, You can just be Natsuki, to be honest, Mark. I took Natsuki to my favourite ramen shop in Sakata. Yamagata a year ago and we sat down yeah. we ordered the bowl it came out and I was like Tadakimasu here we fucking go I love this you know I, had a, a, I always go for the broth first I take a, a swig of the broth get that nice salty undertones there and uh, then, the, then the noodles and I looked to my left and Natsuki was trying not to gag he was trying not to be physically sick he'd taken a swig Natsuki doesn't like fish and he had detected in his infinite wisdom a hint of fish in the broth a hint of fish there's a little right. bit of dashy fish stock in the broth of this ramen shop i love and he went whoop, 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 and he was so theatrical and annoying and the fuck <laughs> the chef was there like like uh looking kind of uncomfortable i wanted to die it was so awkward and then natsuki went ja ano tabako a cigarette. I have a cigarette, and he went, <laughs> and he got up and he walked off and ran and he just fucked ran. off. Didn't come back and he didn't come back. And I'm sitting there <laughs> with this uneaten bowl of ramen next to me, and the shop staff are like, "I know, Madoru, Tomodachi, Madoru, is your friend coming back?" And I'm like, "Oh, what can I? He's having a having a cigarette." And he didn't come back. I, I was so awkward, right. and I haven't been back since because I'm too embarrassed. You know. God damn it, Natsuki. Just don't do that, Mark. Don't be Natsuki. Don't no. completely leave the entire dish there. Um, but, you know, you can ask for things like I often say I, I can't eat like natto, the fermented soybeans, which make me like mm. physically sick. I say no thank you or uh, shiokara fish guts, which are horrendous, like atrocity food. Like, yeah, if, if, there's a, if there's a dish you can't eat or don't like, don't hesitate to say so. If you can't eat fish, even, yeah. tell them that. Be like, oh, I said, sakana amari, skinjanain desu Like, just say, you don't really like fish. Um, yeah. No, I mean, that's, no that's, fish. that's absolutely wild, isn't it, that you would... Uh... That 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 Natsuki, um, being a, a, a you know a man who's grown up in Japan, unable to eat fish, that must limit his. I know, know. right? Uh, Natsuki doesn't play by the rule book. Um, he and really doesn't. I'm not going to take Natsuki to like a Michelin star wonder restaurant because <laughs> Gordon no. Ramsay's restaurant, Gordon Ramsay will come out about what the fuck are you doing? You plonk, why aren't you eating your dish? It could be fun though, but uh, you're not a picky <laughs> eater though, are you, Pete? You eat everything. No, I'll eat anything, mate. Yeah. I'll eat anything. I'll put anything in my mouth once. 
as uh, like, and that's a and that's a <laughs> challenge. That's, that's <laughs> a, and that's a nice note to end the podcast on. But yes, uh, yeah, don't so. worry, Mark. You'll be fine, man. You'll be fine. Just just don't be nasty. Yeah. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys, to abroadjapanpodcast at gmail dot com. We'll be back later in the week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a good few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Now on YouTube. See you later, guys. Thank you.